back with another episode of The Break Room. Me, Charles Carter, and right in front of me is Will Doctor. And usually I say to my left, but we're missing somebody. Uh, I would just say today, but I guess, you know, he's done. I mean, he's moved on, moved on to better things. I yeah, believe. yeah. My, uh, Marcus uh, Castillo, our, uh, our producer, he uh, landed a job in oil, so um, he is going to be spending the majority of time uh, doing that, so he's no longer with us, but uh, me and Charles have got you. We got a lot of good stuff today. Uh, we're going to run through some NFL, uh, where Russell Wilson is going, if anywhere. Um, we're going to talk about the J.J. Watt signing in Arizona. Uh, we're going to talk about the Britt Reed situation. Um, Victor Oladipo turned down a two-year contract. Uh, who's hot and who's not. Um, and the James Harden uh, Tillman Fertitta retiring, James Harden's number 13 here in Houston. But let's get it started with J.J. Uh, Watt signed a, a two-year, $22 million uh, guaranteed deal. Charles, first reaction? I know neither one of us expected that. Uh, that the Cardinals were so came from such left field. It was like, I mean, I thought you wanted a contender, you know. But, I mean, that's – and the Cardinals were playing well in the beginning of the season. They kind of just fell off towards the end. I think they went – in the beginning of the season, they went 6-2. and two. And then the second half, they yeah, finished just lost. eight and eight. Yeah, yeah, and, and it could have been worse. Yeah, it so. could have been a lot worse. I, you know, I thought he was going to go to a winning team. Yeah, but, but you know, I, I did. That wasn't the plan. No, I know, and and I did a story. You you saw it. It was about a week and a half ago that I didn't think the Texans could receive anything for JJ. Um, and I stick by that. Do you stick by that? Yeah, but not not anything of significant value. Yeah, yeah, and I I don't believe for one second that any Super Bowl contending team was offering JJ more than five million dollars for one year. No. Um I yeah, neither one of us do. We all know knew that there was gonna be a team out there who was gonna get fooled into paying JJ big money. And twenty two million guaranteed at thirty two years old with that injury record, um, you know, the team is usually the one that gets screwed in the situation. I'm not, not, you know, I'm not hoping for any injuries for JJ, but we just saw his first full season in two years, uh, so we'll see, we'll see. And uh, in, in more uplifting news in the trade, the number 99 for the Cardinals had previously been retired. Uh, Cardinals former running back Marshall Goldberg from yeah, like who knows when wore that number, and uh, and his family gave JJ the blessing to wear that number. Um, it's not often that happens, and I know I, I talk down on JJ a lot at this point in his career. Uh, but it is a testament to the type of guy that JJ is, and uh, there's obviously no doubt that he will uh, he will represent that number uh, with great pride for the organization. Absolutely, I think he'll represent that number extremely well. Will it be to the same level he was in Houston? No, nobody's expecting that, but he'll do it some justice, I believe. So, absolutely. And I wanted to, to discuss the the D Hop Instagram post that kind of leaked this on February 16th, yeah. but I I didn't see it. I don't. Did I didn't, you see it? I saw it, but I didn't think it was going. I didn't think it was going to be this. Yeah, you know I mean? and he was like, D-Hop, you know, in the caption, said that we have unfinished business, him and JJ. Um, and I can't seem to figure out what that even means. I, I don't even know exactly what they yeah. started uh, because nothing happened here. And he, nothing. You know, nothing. I, both great players and in their individual uh, accolades, but there was no business that started here. And, you know, the fact is, you know, the Houston Texans were never on any type of elite level ever when either one of them were here. Um, 
So, you know, it, it isn't like D-Hop went to Arizona and made some type of huge difference in year one. You know, they, they went 8-8 eight and eight and were very lucky they didn't win four games like the Texans. He himself uh, had an individual good season. You're right. Until he got, you're right. Until he got nothing injured. To take, nothing to take away from D-Hop. Uh, and, and I would love to watch. I would, I, it's not, you know, I'm sitting here saying, yeah, I don't understand the, the, the caption uh, yeah, the caption which was I don't, and, and, and I still and don't understand why yeah. JJ picked Arizona. Nobody. Uh, when the world may take, never know. You could take, obviously, you'd have to take dramatically less money to go play for a contending team. There was reports out there that that he was offered more. I don't believe it. No. Um, and it's not like I, I it's not like I wouldn't want to see JJ D Hop and Watson all in Texan jerseys next year. You know, if it, if it wasn't for the two dipshits that are running our franchise right now. But uh, but that brings me to my next point. You know, I, I don't know what JJ was thinking. You know, signing with a below average football team. It was obviously just a money move. Um, as far as the Cardinals' offense, I don't see. I don't see. I I, I see it as a grind for Cliff and Kyler to even make it to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, with Stafford signing with the Rams. You still have a lot to to go through in that yeah. division, and I was definitely thinking I was so confused when, because you know all the reports were saying that oh you know he's thinking about the Steelers to go play with his brothers or thinking about Green Bay going home, and so you know those are plausible things. So it wasn't like just so such against the realm of possibility. And when he didn't choose, and both of those are contending teams, you know. So uh, when he didn't choose those, it was just like, and and for Arizona of all teams, it was just. What? Yeah, it reminded me the move by Arizona reminded me of something Bill O'Brien would definitely. Do. It was like, uh, yeah, you would why? never, you would never see teams like the Patriots, the Steelers. I mean, now the Bucks with Tom with Brady being the brains of the organization. You're never going to see any of those teams go pay a 32 year old defensive end and, and guarantee him 22 million dollars. That only had, I think, I think I believe I might have a number five sacks this season. Yeah, no, 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 no. His. It it was looked at as way too impressive that the guy played all sixteen games. That was, and that was the only goal that I gave JJ at the beginning of the year. I was like, I, it would just be great if you played all sixteen games. Of yeah. course, at the time, you know, we're coming off a loss in the in the big division game against the Chiefs, oh, yeah, where, yeah. where we choked. So you know, going into the season, we're thinking we're going to be right back there and end up winning four games. But it it was. You know, in the goal book, I'm sure it was a check. It was a green check mark for JJ to play all 16 games, yeah. and he did what he had to do to get paid. So, uh, look, congratulations to JJ. He fooled someone. Um, I don't see that team going uh, doing much, doing much better than eight and eight again next year. I, yeah, not at all. And I'm giving Cliff Kingsbury a, 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 a probably a D grade so far. Um, I, I can't believe he signed a, a 32 year old defensive end. Uh, and guarantee him a lot of money. Total Texans move. Definitely a Texans move. Moving on, let's get into Russell Wilson. You're going to have to explain this to me. I'm still very confused by the whole Russell Wilson talk. It's like, I don't want to be traded, but here are my four teams that I I, I would like to get traded to. I, I don't know what he's saying. What's he okay. saying, Charles? What's so he let, saying? So let's start from the beginning of the story. The beginning of the story is with Russell Wilson. He went into the coach's office, and um, it's not a secret that Pete Carroll's sons works for the team, right? And apparently he spoke with them about his protection and he was upset by that and saying he was trying to input, uh, give some input on how he could be better protected. He's been hit over 1,100 times in his career and over 350 times. So it, 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 he it's was, past due. It's past due. It's way past due. Um, the collapse of the off- offensive line with them really kind of started when they traded their all-pro center to get Jimmy Graham and they didn't use him correctly. So – that's I think that was back that was around like three years ago I want to say 
uh, three seasons ago. And so here he is now. He's um, saying he's displeased with the team, and he's not saying he wants to go, but saying that if I were to go, hey, these these, these teams are not bad. And so these were his options, what the teams he listed were the Cowboys, the Raiders, uh, the Bears, and the Saints, right? And so I was a little confused by uh, the Cowboys because their offensive line isn't great at all. Um, Andy Dalton was caught on camera uh, yelling, screaming at them a few times during the season uh, how about how they weren't protecting him. Yeah, um, he. I mean, yeah, he. he yeah, he sucks though. Andy yeah. Dalton does suck. He's not. He's not Russell Wilson. But I do believe that that their line is just good enough to where if 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 Russell somehow ends up on the Cowboys, that that's auto contention. I mean, being it being in that division right now. You're right there if you're the Cowboys. Oh, no, no, no. You're right yeah, there. Yeah. If you, if Smith you, isn't coming back to the Redskins. I wouldn't say they have to rebuild at all just because they have a ferocious defense. Um, they have a running, a very good running back in Antonio Gibson on a rookie deal. Now they just have to find the piece of the quarterback position. But time's running out for Dallas. If if you add Russell to the Cowboys, there's no doubt in my mind you win that division. Yeah, and, no and, and of course we know what's going on with the Eagles. So yeah, so but the only thing is I can't I can't say definitively in my heart that the Seahawks are worse than the Cowboys. They are definitely a better team. They're uh, well, and you could say well it's because they have Russell. Which, I, I, absolutely, exactly. You say you just say they, it's because they have Russell, uh, but you just add you know you have Tyler Lockett, you have DK Metcalf, right. you have. Um, and uh, you, they, I feel like their defense would have performed better had Jamal Adams stayed healthy. I agree. I, I think they lack depth, you know, up the middle with their safeties and line. I mean, the legend of Boom is now it's now seven it, years removed. Yeah. You know, KJ Wright's a free agent this year. Uh, he's the last man standing with Russell. I think there was a, a point that was broken sometime in the last two years because. You said it. Yeah. You know, if if we look back over the last six seven years, like this is nothing new. You know, yeah. and and you know, obviously, I think Russ is in a point in his career where he's looking at it like, "Hey, I'm 31, 32 years old, just locked up Sierra." You know, maybe Seattle's not the place I want to be. Maybe I want to I want to go look at some bigger markets. It could uh, be. It could who, be you know, a who knows? Venture. It could yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Who, who knows? All we know. Who knows how much influence Sierra has in all this? Because six months ago, Russ had no problem. Take, you know, taking those hits. Look, if I was in Russell's shoes, it has a lot to do with Pete Carroll is going to be my going to be my head coach. Pete for the Carroll's next a respected week. coach, though. Yeah, well, he's done nothing, and and, and he's cost. I mean, Russell will be a two time champ without without with any other coach. Very um, true. And, Very true. And with where the game is going, I feel like the move John Schneider made to extend Pete Carroll was. I do not want to use the word disrespect, but. Pete Carroll's old news, just in the NFL in general, where he's looking to improve a lot of run, a lot of possibly paying running backs. They got to stack that line. All, all you have to do in Seattle with a quarterback like Russell, a perennial quarterback like Russell, who I put in the same category as Tom Brady. Absolutely. Um, as far as managing a game inside two minutes. Yeah, I put him right there. Russell with Wilson is the best two-minute quarterback in the league right Agreed. now. Seattle hasn't, hasn't evolved much, you know. Mm. It, it, and John, I think that's a great word for yeah, it. They have not evolved yet. Yeah, John Schneider has to see that the NFL is moving on, and I'm sorry it's without guys like Pete Carroll, without guys who aren't willing to roll the dice. There's no place for kicking it on fourth and two 
when you're on the opponents inside the opponent's 40. It's just not how the game's rolling, especially when you have a quarterback like Russell. You're shooting yourself in the foot. Um, we saw them game and game again uh, this past year where, you know, you're losing games on decisions, and that, that comes back to Pete. Russell's not calling the plays. Pete, you know, Pete's got the majority of the power. So, uh, you know, I think that's where we stand on Russell. Uh, moving right along, we'll be right back with you here on the break room. Okay. We are back in the break room here. Uh, we're going to continue with some with some uh, talk about Russell Wilson on the move. The four teams that he listed: Cowboys, the Raiders, the Bears, the Saints. And these are these are four teams that he's not demanding. He's not in Deshaun's shoes right now. He's no, not, no, not demanding no, a trade. No, not demanding a I, trade. You know, if the football season started tomorrow, he'd be a Seattle Seahawk. But he did throw out. Uh, you know, those are the four teams that he would go to with two years left on his deal. Cowboys, Raiders, Bears, Saints. I think his best bet to get uh, you know, a couple more rings under the belt is is obviously the Dallas Cowboys. I, I see their offense becoming, you know, elite level dangerous with no, Russell definitely, Wilson. Definitely. Uh Russell you know, puts we, them we can, way over the top. Right. We can start with a slightly better O line that uh, Jerry Jones will have no problem maintaining. Uh, and then we get to their weapons. Uh, you know, you have C.D. Lamb. You have Amari Cooper. Uh, you have all these pieces now where all you need is an arm. And and, and not even not all you need is arm. When you If you get Russell Wilson, uh, you know, you, you're in the driver's seat. Absolutely. Nobody would say that Dak Prescott isn't a good quarterback or he's not a— or that he's not a, that he's a bad quarterback for the Cowboys because we know when he was there he was the only good thing going for them. As soon as he went down, the Cowboys fell apart. And so, but with that being said, it's it's more so a testament to how good we know Russell really is. Russell has been a runner up in the MVP for the past five years. Like he's the model of consistency. And, and not to say how selfless uh, he probably knows that he has to be. I I heard today that. Dax, Dax Camp is going to ask for just under what Mahomes made. Um, you what? know, and, and come, no, no, no. He's going to ask their Russell or Dak Prescott's team will be asking for just under what Patrick Mahomes made, which is half a billion dollars. Um, you know, coming off that, look, the injury last year was extremely unfortunate for Dak. You hate to see it happen to anyone, but the fact of the matter is he's just not worth that. If you know, if he wants to go pay that, you might as well go make a move for Russell because tough for me to see as an NFL exec paying Dak that much. Um, Definitely. And, and once again, will someone be fooled into paying him that much? Maybe we've seen it before. We've but seen you, it before. you know, the 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 Mahomes contract looks great now. But in three, four years' time, you're going to have to go rebuild all those guys who are on rookie contracts. So you got to pay the rest of your team. There's a lot of guys on the field. Uh, so I, I just think you, you know, if you're Jerry Jones, first off, I'm not paying Dak that much. If I'm Jerry, you no, can not at get all. you can, there. You look at the the amount of talent coming out of the draft right now. It's just more and more quarterbacks. You know, more guys, more bang for your buck. Personally, I. I would love to see Russell on the Cowboys, even though you know I hate the Cowboys. Uh, but but they would make a run, and, and it'd be great for Dallas. It'd be great for Texas. I don't love these other three teams. Did, did anything stand out to you? Raiders, Bears, Saints. 
what stood out to you? Okay, like, well, just to go off your point, what you were saying about uh, Dak, I would d- definitely would not sign Dak for that much. If that report is true. No, no, no it's true. It, yeah, I would yeah. definitely not sign Dak for that much. And also, here's the reason why. So, Russell is still on the contract, right? He still has three years left on it. For the first, uh, this coming up year, he has 19 mil guaranteed on that. The second year is another 19 mil. The third year is 22 mil guaranteed. He's a free agent, unrestricted free agent in 2024. And so... With that being said, if Russ, I mean, if Dak wants to ask for forty plus, it that that's ridiculous. Like, and Russell's a better quarterback, and so yeah, and yeah he, it, it, <laughs> he has to understand. Dak has to understand that that's not with where the cap is going. It's about to even out. That it's not. How are you? How is someone going to put a team around you when you're making that much? It it just doesn't work. It doesn't. Uh, you know, yeah, and so. Also, you're coming off an injury, and so a, a major injury, yeah. and that's what I was saying. I said this a few episodes ago. I said every um, this quarterback carousel that we're seeing right now is definitely going to depend on what happens with Dak. I think because I already feel like what I feel like is going to happen. I definitely think he's going to end up with the Patriots. I don't uh, unless he gets traded, which I don't. He has to re-sign a, um, a franchise tag. You, you think Dak's going to end up on the Patriots? I think so. I don't think there's any way that Bill Belichick would go do that. He would never pay him that much, right? But nobody else would either. And so, if he's going to look for any kind of, and also he's coming off an injury, and there's too many other quarterbacks out right now. I had him listed. I had some quarterbacks that were um, that are out right now. Yeah. So. Well, I think you 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 kind of have to look at who who's going to get fooled. And I I look at it similarly to the JJ Watt situation. I think you have teams like the Giants. The Giants and and maybe Washington, you know, someone's gonna have to get fooled if these reports are true. Yeah, which I, I think they are. You know, I don't see many teams out there who are gonna go make a trade or go go spend ridiculous money on Dak Prescott. All right, and so look, we had I had these teams listed for like these were green teams. Green teams are teams that don't necessarily need a quarterback right right now. Those are the Packers, the Eagles, the Cardinals, Tampa, the Browns, the Chiefs. Bills, Ravens, Colts, Rams, Titans, Falcons, Bengals, Chargers, Vikings, right? Those are teams who don't need a quarterback right now. Yellow teams are teams that are unsure. Like you said, the Giants with Daniel Jones. The Jaguars, even though we all assume they're going to pick Trevor Lawrence unless something crazy happens in the draft, right? Um, you got the Texans with Deshaun. They don't know what they're going to do with him, even though they say they're going to keep him, but that's ridiculous if they do. Um, the Jets, the Saints, the Dolphins don't have a uh, have an unstable quarterback situation with uh, Fitzpatrick. I guess he's a free agent now. And um, yeah, Tua, Tua, Tua. Tua a, you know, this is Tua's rookie year this year. I I, I don't think they're really looking to go um, unload Tua for a bunch of picks yet. Uh, I think this 2021 will be looked at as Tua's rookie, rookie year. year. Yeah, he, was, he had a rotating year and it was it was bad and unstable. So we'll give him that, but. Um, the rumors we heard about them moving him for Deshaun, and so I feel like if they can upgrade, they will. Um, and then I agree. With the Raiders, with Derek Carr, for the, uh, we all know how John Gruden's kind of unsure about Derek Carr. Well, how could you not? You know, we, you know, here in Houston, I, we're uh, we're all too familiar with uh, being skeptical on a couple cars. <laughs> then you have the 49ers with Jimmy G, the Pittsburgh with Ben Roethlisberger, who knows when he'll be playing, uh, how long he'll play. Uh, the Cowboys with Dak, and then Seattle with uh, Russell. With all those quarterbacks, uh, those quarterbacks who are in the yellow, 
in the Yellow Ranch. They're unsure if they're going to still be there. They want to rotate or whatever. Um, there are only four teams that I have listed that absolutely need a quarterback. Well, and, and he's got to want to go there. Absolutely, yeah, that you too. Know? That too. They have to want to uh, go there. I think you know. Obviously, Seattle has too much of a mutual respect to go dump uh, uh, Russell somewhere that he want to be. Uh, you know, unless more havoc is 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 uh, is is brought on, though. I mean, he 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 sounded like he. You know, we talked about this at the beginning. It sounded like he was pretty furious uh, walking out of that meeting room with Pete. And and uh, and John Schneider and um, the teams I had listed as absolutely needed were Washington, the Patriots, the Bears, the Panthers. Now Russell to the Pats uh, would be interesting, but yeah. he he would have to yeah, in the next year or two he's going to be thinking about extensions, and that, you know that's a that's with, not a thing. You know, it, it's not a it's not a thing for the Patriots. I I am expecting the Patriots to move up for Mac Jones in this year's draft. Um, and and start building a QB on a rookie deal. All, all you have to look back on is the pay cuts that Brady took, and and you know that that's Belichick's entire almost entire head coaching career with the Patriots. That's all he knows. Yeah. That if he if he finds um, another golden ticket that he can he can start out young, get them to buy into the process. You can build a team around them. Not sure if Russell's going to be that guy. Uh, would love to see him and Belichick pair up together. Um, you like that more than the Cowboys? Yes, yes. Really? Because I, I mean, that, I was not, not expecting. Well, that now you have you. to start thinking about decision making. If we're if we're throwing out like if if Russell did take was willing to take some kind of cut or just take less in his next contract, I, I think the Patriots have no problem taking on Russ's contract right now for the last two years. Uh, but then you have to go to decision making and who do I want more, Russell Wilson and Bill Belichick? In New England, or do I want Russell taking calls from Mike McCarthy, who has had a problem yeah. with another elite quarterback in yeah. Aaron Rodgers? Um, I'm taking Belichick and Russell all day, and I mean, you talk about Belichick would be getting another, in my opinion, top five quarterback, uh, and and talking about another guy that just does his job so well. Um, and someone you can trust on a weekly basis, even if half your offensive line is out, he's going to give Absolutely. you a chance. Russell Wilson is going to give you a chance. There are only three top quarterbacks that we always talk about in the league. Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun, and Russell is the other one. That, yeah, yeah. That's it, man. That's it. Oh, well, I almost forgot a guy about a guy in Green Bay. but uh, on MVP Aaron. Yep. <laughs> MVP, yeah. Follow us on uh, Twitter at The Break Room, H-O-U, and on Instagram at the.breakroom.podcast. We'll be back right back with you in a minute. Okay. We are back in the break room here. I'm Will Doctor. It's Charles Carter across from me. Uh, you can go follow us on Twitter at the Break Room HOU. Uh, so we're back here. Uh, before we jump into NBA, uh, we do have new news on the uh, Britt Reed situation, the former linebacker coach for the Chiefs, also son of head coach Andy Reed. Uh, just a terrible story, you know. Britt Reed, Andy's son, former linebacker coach for the Chief, uh, you know, struck another car as he was entering a highway ramp. Ended up leaving a five-year-old. Um, uh, as we found out this morning, a five-year-old girl who is unable to walk um, or speak for the rest of her life. Um, attorneys came out today and said the, uh, you know, the girl's family 
um, and the attorneys, they will be advocating for the most serious charges um, and the most serious sentence that Britt could could face, possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, how could you blame him? You know, a, a, a very, very immature and uh, unfortunate mistake for Britt Reed. And, and, and I do feel for the, Re- the, the Andy Reed and his family. Um, I know it was less than 10 years ago that he lost his other son to an overdose. Um, and, and unfortunately, this was also a a substance related, you know, wreck. You know, yeah. Britt Brit said he had two to three, two drinks three drinks in his prescription of Adderall, um, which is obviously not a good combo to be behind the wheel. Um, so, so um, our condolences go out here at the break room to 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 that girl and her family. Uh, five years old, not unable to walk or speak for the rest of her life. So. Uh, listen, she's got a long journey ahead, and I hope uh, you know. I hope I hope the the Reed family is doing everything they can to 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 help. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of serious repercussions for Britt Reed. No, this is never an easy thing. You know, we all have uh, friends or family that you know have dealt with disabilities or have to take care of someone like that, and so listen, um, mistakes happen. They do. Things do happen. Things do happen. But uh, at the same, in the same breath, though, got to be better, and we need to take responsibility. And so, um, and it seems like he's doing it. He admitted to having two or three drinks, and with his Adderall and his medicate, well, prescribed Adderall, like like, uh, like we were just saying, man, just uh, gotta be more careful, gotta be more aware of these things. Not trying to sound like we're just raining on him, but um, no, but these are mistakes that that you you can't you take can't back. Make. You can't make. Yeah. I, l- listen, we don't. I'm not familiar with the exact penalties that he's looking to face, but could be the end of his NFL coaching career. I believe and, it and, is, and and likely to. Probably be serving some time. Uh, we thought we'd uh, we would we would address that. Moving on to some NBA, let's start it off. Lamelo versus Carmelo. Uh, you know the future versus the old. So the argument is: Can Lamelo Ball use Mellow? Can he go by Mellow, which is what we've called Carmelo Anthony for the last twenty plus years? Carmelo said he had no issue with it. Would you have an issue with it? Yes. It, that. Yes, I, I, I mean, I somewhat. I mean, I guess of Carmelo's okay with it, but I, I still have a somewhat of an issue with it. I still remember Nuggets Mellow. I still remember Knicks Mellow. You know, and and, and now Hoodie, and, and now Hoodie Mellow, and then also shout out to Mellow for reviving his career when nobody thought he could still play. He's balling uh, with the uh, Blazers. I've heavily slept on Carmelo. Yeah, um, I, I have. I got a massive amount of respect that he embraced because uh, this kind of came up last night. And he was asked about it, and he just embraced it. He said it was a sign of respect uh, that a player, you know, from from of the future, um, is going to use the name. And I, you know, I guess he's officially passed on the torch. And so for that, it can't be that easy to hear, you know, for, that, for that that to be given to somebody yeah. else with a new face. I mean, yeah. even though Lamelo is definitely probably going to be Rookie of the Year, and so no it, doubt it's a lock. Now. It's, yeah, it's, it's just lock. I don't know. I don't know. It, I sound like one of those old guys. No, you can't. You can't say that about him. You know, that's this only Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> you know, so I feel like I'm going to be one of those guys. You know, but um, I guess if, if Carmelo's fine with, it, I guess we all got to be fine with it. Victor Oladipo, uh, Rocket shooting guard, just turned down a two-year, forty-five point two million dollar extension. Um, obviously, he didn't want to be here, Charles. Uh, this is this offseason. Victor will have to take a hard look in the mirror. Um, about what he wants for his future, uh, because he obviously wants to go to the to a bigger market, maybe link up with the Heat. He's been linked up to Miami a lot. Um, you know, I could see him calling the Clippers. What up? What do we got to do to make this happen? I think he's in a he's in a bit of a desperate situation. 
banged up with injuries. The Rockets can't win a game. Lost their last twelve. It's a tough situation for Victor. I don't know what he wants. I, I don't. I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know what his camp is thinking. He can't. Stay, years, he can't stay on the floor. He, two years, forty-five mil, and you turn it down. Yeah. Like I from the that, third coast. Yeah, it makes it makes no sense. And then it's not like Houston is Milwaukee. You know what I mean? It's no. not like Houston is. Sacramento or Portland or anything like that. You know, Houston's a solid place. And it, so, I mean, as far as big markets, it's small pickings. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's that, really small. And we're, so, we are a big market here. We're the third coast, and I, I looked today uh, at, at at who could he possibly be targeting, and there's no reports about the Clippers. That's a total guess, um, but. Look, if the Heat wanted Victor Oladipo, they'd have gotten him a while ago. Yeah, and he stated earlier, it was a few, about three weeks ago, he said in an after-game uh, after interview, he was talking to Shaq, and he said, um, you know, Shaq, I'm just paraphrasing here, he said, you know, Shaq, I just feel like, you know, a lot of times uh, it's been a lot that people, I feel like they kind of just gave up on me. They didn't really haven't been thinking of me uh, a whole lot. So, you know, I'm really just trying to go out there and show what I can do. It's been a while since I've been on the floor, and I'm just trying to do the best that I can. Okay, and you know, from that point on, I was like, okay, cool, I'm with it. I'm all, I'm all for second chances and believing in people who trying to find the find the courage to believe in themselves. You know what I mean? I'm all for that. But for the, I feel like this was really a blessing. Like, and you kind of just walked away from that. And when there's no guarantee, you'll get anything else, especially when you were looking for it earlier and it didn't even come from the people you wanted. And he's still, and he's, he keeps getting hurt. Exactly. Rockets owner Tillman Fertitta uh, announced today, uh, per the Houston Chronicle, that number James Harden's number thirteen uh, will be retired. It's a fair reward for Harden's perennial run in Houston, where he became he went from a sixth man to a top three scorer ever. What do you think? Um, no, no championship. I, no, I was talking with somebody about this, and I was thinking like, well. Even though Harden is not here anymore and he won't finish his career, I, I don't even think he'll make a return in the future. He's probably going to win a championship in Brooklyn. He, he probably – more than likely. And so for him, you know, for us to retire his jersey, he gave us some solid years. He did. He three-time scoring champion, the MVP also. I know I was talking to somebody and they talked about uh, – Charles Barkley, right? They gave the reference of Charles Barkley. It was like, well, the greatest champions never win a championship. Or, you know, the, one of the greatest players to never win a championship. Uh, yeah, James Harden's up there right now. I also thought it could have been like just a marketing move, too. Because you could you could argue that you could uh, retire his jersey, but also it'd be great for sales. Yeah, and and, and, and James's restaurant, so it doesn't go out of business here in the next couple months. Exactly. Um, I do think it, it was well-deserved. I, I really, I'm going to stick by that. Uh, because now that I've seen uh, now that I've seen Harden adjust to what has been presented to him in Brooklyn, obviously it's a super team, uh, but he has done some work without KD and Kyrie, mm. um, and and the stats uh, between his prime years, sixteen seventeen in Houston, and with the Nets right now are identical. He is having an MVP season. In his MVP run, he actually had more points. But other than that, all the stats matches up. Um, you know, it, it, we're seeing the same James Harden, just with a different, you know, with a different uh, cast. Um, he wasn't given enough at the end. And then he got, and then he got chased out. Um, not chased out, just pretty much booed out. Booed out. Yeah. Um, but 
Number 13 is uh, we'll be hanging at Toyota Center. Um, it, it was kind of, you know, I found it odd because it just happened to be the same day that JJ happened to get a number out of retirement for him to wear. Yeah. Um, and and, uh, and Harden's number's going up. Do you think JJ's 99 will be retired in Houston? Definitely. 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 Huh? No, no question. They love him here, man. They really oh, do. Like, he was, he, look, he, look, and listen, great, great for the city, great on the field for a couple years. Uh, but we uh, it goes Sylvester Turner, our mayor, then JJ, <laughs> right up under yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. All right, let's get into who's hot and who's not. So my first one for who's hot is the spring training mercy rule. Um, basically, in spring training for MLB, if a pitcher uh, throws over twenty pitches, the manager the manager can just call the inning. Like he can, we can move on. Oh. Um, and for spring training, I think that's great. Um, I know. Like spring training is exciting for like five minutes, um, and then people move on and wait till like midway through the MLB season uh, to 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 catch up. Uh, but I think this is a great spring training rule to enforce. Not even a rule, a suggestion, giving giving the managers an option um, to not wear out all these arms and not you know spring training games can go a ridiculous amount of time because. The, Managers have to see all these players that, you know, going in and out. It's a great rule. The 20-pitch option. You can end the inning if a pitcher uh, does more than 20 pitches. My next one is Tommy Pham, uh, who is an outfielder for the San Diego Padres, and he says he's lucky to be playing again um, after being stabbed in the lower back four and a half months ago uh, outside of a strip club uh, the day after they got um, eliminated from the playoffs. Um, yeah, he said the cut was deep. The doctors told me basically I wasn't so muscular and he might end up dead or paralyzed. Um, shout out to, shout out to Tommy fan, making it back to spring training. Padres are going to make a huge run this year. I got them coming out of the NL. Forget the Dodgers. My last one on the who's, who's, uh, hot list. Uh, we're sticking in the MLB. There's just a lot of good stories coming out in the MLB. Trey Mancini, uh, gets a standing ovation, um, as he, Trey Mancini is um, a player for the Baltimore Orioles who missed the entire 2020 season while recovering from stage three colon cancer. Um, got a standing ovation a day, um, a couple days ago, um, as he uh, made a full recovery from that. Um, and uh, we're happy to have him back. Uh, moving on to. Well, Charles, you got any more on the who's hot list? Uh, no, no, no. Okay, moving on to who's what, not. Yeah, with all the stuff together. Oh, yours ties in. Yours yeah. ties in. Okay. Okay, so uh, for my who's hot list, uh, well, it ties into the who's not. So who's hot? Randy Orton. Uh, if you don't know WE, well, I'm pretty sure most people do. Uh, I didn't hear the story. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to give it. I got you. Got you. Got you. Okay. So Randy Orton got into it on my who's not list is Soldier Boy. Right? He got into a Twitter argument with Soldier Boy. Right? Two unlikely figures to ever interact got into a Twitter, but. Twitter fight. Okay, so this is what happened. Um, paraphrasing everything they said, Soulja Boy said something along the lines of uh, some, some, something is so fake, it's faker than WWE wrestling. But you know that's going to trigger Damn. every single WWE wrestler in, the, uh, wrestler in the world. So uh, Randy Orton comes back and said, uh, man, who is this prick? You know, uh, <laughs> Who is Soulja Boy? You yeah. remember, I think, was that Crank That? In, in the Crank That music video, all the kids were like, who is Soulja Boy? Yeah. That's Randy Orton. The, <laughs> exactly. So he said, some, uh, well, you know, 
try uh, working for something in your life and uh, actually breaking your body and going to go get surgeries and coming back and um, doing it all over again for over 200 days out of the year and something like that and whatever. That's basically what he was saying. Um, and so he kind of just goes in on that and everybody sides with him and, oh, what was the last thing Soulja Boy even put out? Uh, what is the last thing? Uh, I'm going to chase away some listeners with this question. Is WWE, are they acting? Like, is it fake? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, okay. okay. I mean, everybody's going to hate that. Everybody's going to hate yeah, that. Yeah, well, he's talking like that. he broke his body for nothing. I mean, I like mean, that, but the injuries are real. Like, I mean, everything. So you, okay. Like, it's staged, but it, you're still physically doing the action. Right. right. You know what I mean? So like, you're still getting hit upside the head with, like, a chair. Absolutely. Like, it's yeah. Like it's it's not supposed to be. Well, I'm not a wrestler, but I what I've heard was it's not supposed to be hard, but you're still falling off a building you're still right. or you're still yeah. jumping off the ropes you're still you know what i mean there's no right. way to fake that part right you know so uh yeah it kind of broke my heart once i realized it too so uh my who's not nfl draft conspiracists uh now these aren't like the 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 big um you know the guys who specialize in the draft now i'm not talking about like lz or uh, Kuiper, any of these guys, but there's just guys out there. You know, there's there's media members out there who are just now throwing out like these random oh, yeah, everybody's uh, draft an takes. It's everybody's like, an like, analyst during the pandemic. Know, like, everybody's an analyst. Yeah, the more the more days that we wait for the draft, it's just like, oh wait a second, like is Zach Wilson gonna go number one? No, obviously not. Uh, so let's move on from that. Let's let's just wait till the draft. We don't have to talk about it anymore. My second one: NBA injury list. I don't know who to blame in this situation because I understand it varies every night. Sometimes it's just a delay by the medical staff. Sometimes it's just a player who wants to rest. Oh, I have back spasms. Or uh, if Kyrie's having issues at home, I don't know. Whatever. But tonight, my line was crossed. I took the Clippers tonight, three units. I do my usual prep, quadruple checking the injury list. It was all good. I was ready to roll. I turn on the game, and Kawhi isn't even on the bench. And five minutes after the game starts, we get an injury update that he's having back spasms and he's out. And and the market didn't even have time to adjust the line. That's how late it was. Betters were just left with their balls in their hands, um, and I got castrated. Uh, Celtics beat the Clippers. We lose. Injury, NBA injury list screws me again. <laughs> Hold on. And one more for my not list. Okay. The last thing on my not list is the NBA drum roll dunk contest for the All Star weekend. You only have three participants. Three? Who is it, who is it again? You got okay. You got Casillas Stanley uh, from the Pacers. You got Obi Toppin, and then you have a, I might mess up his name. Hold on, Afrini Simmons from Toronto. Yeah. So and I, just off rip, just off rip. The favorite is Obi. He's the most athletic out of all of them. You know, he can jump out the gym. But he's he's physically imposing just on the court. And so, but... Are you honestly going to watch that? Probably not. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to watch any All-Star weekend. It's, it's even a weekend? It's like one day It's like now, one right? day. Are they squeezing it all in in one day? Yeah, it's it's weird, man. This this whole thing, this whole pandemic, whatever is Harden weird. in Atlanta for All-Star Day? He'll find a way. He'll, he's getting in those clubs. Stripper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. 
Okay, my last one. I do have one more. It's Alvin Kamara. Um, I don't know. Oh, yeah, 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 I don't know whether to right. put him on who's hot or who's not. I got to put him on who's not, though. I got to put the Saints on who's not, really. Alvin's go. living his best life in Montana on the snowboard. Um, he says the X Games has already given him an offer. It's happening. Alvin Kamara is going to be in the X Games. Uh, with the bull ring, uh, you know, nose ring, which looks awesome on Alvin Kamara going down a hill. But I looked into it. The Saints have nothing in Alvin's contract saying if he gets injured in any kind of extreme sport besides football that he's still going to get paid. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's happy. You know, it, it's uh, it's happy ski season for Alvin. He can go ski and snowboard all he wants. Saints are still going to have to pay him. There's nothing in the contract that says otherwise. Yeah. Penny, hey, Penny for thought. So who do you think is a better running back, Dalvin Cook or Alvin Kamara? Uh, that's interesting you brought that up because – uh, David Johnson, his contract got restructured just under Dalvin's restructured, which once again shows you the idiots Ooh. we have working in the Texans front Houston office. Texans. To answer your question, I'm taking the all-knowing Jack uh, used to be. Well, yeah. Well, I, obviously, I'm taking Alvin, but I'm not like I, I, I'm. I'm against paying running backs after a rookie deal, um, and Dalvin's making like I'd have to pay Dalvin a lot less, so I'm taking Dalvin. I just I, I'm if I had to structure my contracts and all that I, I, I look I can't afford to pay running back that much. Yeah, I'm I'm not doing yeah. it. Okay, I'm I mean, not doing hey, it. look, oh, I think they're both great running backs. I You're really right. halfway couldn't even choose between them to be honest with you. Like I think, like I'm taking Alvin, obviously. I mean, mm. you know, but yeah, yeah. Like I think they both do the exact same thing. Both yeah. can catch out the backfield. Both are speedy guys, and um, actually, actually, I think for what I think. Um, I think you got to go Alvin just because of receiving Alvin, skills. Yeah, I think he could, he could be a receiver if you want. But to I do think uh, Dalvin Cook is a better blocker in the backfield. I do believe that. I think he's a little stronger in the backfield. Yeah, yeah, bigger guy. That's all we have for you tonight. That's it. <laughs> I'm Will Doctor Charles Carter. You can go follow us on Twitter at the Break Room H O U Instagram uh, or Instagram at the Break Room Podcast. We thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week for episode nine of the Break Room Podcast. Shine a star, no matter who you are. Shine a bright to see. You can do